segment of the show and we're going to start off with a really enticing one and that's the one in down in Tampa Bay and the Bucks hosting the Lions at the Bucks coming off a victory against the Saints two weeks ago they've had their bye week got a couple of players back from injury looking very refreshed a lot of positive talk coming out of camp around the fact that people are we're taking them and underestimating them going into the season and, and here they are sitting top of the division albeit played one game less than other teams and they're playing against the Lions and you can argue Lions Outside of maybe the Eagles and the 49ers are in the NFC or the Hops team right now. They've won again last weekend against the Panthers. 4-1. This kind of, for me, Adam Strikes is the kind of game we're going to take the Lions seriously. They need to go on the road and win this, this type of game. We've seen the Lions in the past. We've had these moments where we think they're turning a huge corner only to come out of the wrong side of a game. Do you see it that way? Do you think this is one where if they were to really get this victory, it's really kind of putting down a marker that's, that they're definitely the best team winning this division? I do, and I think it is important that they they do that, right? They they beat the the Chiefs, um, and I think they need another statement to show, right? We can go on the road. We can. Last week, you know, they were bench. <laughs> so it was uh, in his bag of tricks uh, with the snap directly to the RB, uh, even uh, with Goffin in situ. Uh, so they were having a lot of fun and. Now they they need to go on the road against a Bucks team um, that are performing above expectation, uh, and and show that they can get the the win. Uh, country music gets a, a really bad rep, um, but for anyone out there, if you have a listen to Brooks and Dunn had a, an amazing song called Boot Scoot and Boogie, and uh, listen to the club mix of that, it is absolutely amazing. Great way to start a Friday morning. Um, the rain should just be finishing tomorrow morning around about 7 or 8 o'clock. Get your Friday started with Boots, Goot and Buggy. I can see uh, the Lions and Dan Campbell. I think this will be a good game, a good test. But I I have, uh, I said it on the, the show uh, um, before, I, um, I said the Lions are for real. And I think they are for real. I'm going to back them to get the win in Tampa Bay. Shane, you can only imagine the the narrative or the talk going on within the Bucks camp this week and, and obviously leading into the weekend, Baker Mayfield will be rallying the team by the fact that a lot of people will not expect them to win this game, albeit the fact that they're at home. Do you see, you see the Bucks finding a way to, to get a victory or are you, are you hot in the Lions as well? I think it's very difficult to beat this Detroit Lions team. Look, the, the Buccaneers are, are going to come into this very prepared. In the first half, you can, uh, I'm sure that particularly offensively, they will have a very set a set, a group of plays that they've got to run particularly well. It wouldn't surprise me if the Buccaneers take a lead, maybe seven or even 10 points early on. But the Lions are the kind who will just keep grinding. You know, they always talk about grit. They have the grit to keep going and going and going and then grind one out near the end. I know they had a, a, a very close matchup against the Seattle Seahawks a couple of weeks ago, which the Seahawks ended up winning. And that was a kind of knockdown to the Lions, um, I guess, credentials as a team that could that when they're backed against the wall to really fight through it. I think it's the game where the Lions backs are going to be against the wall because they might be necessarily expecting the Buccaneers to be particularly strong in comparison to other teams that the Lions have to face this year. I think Baker Mayfield will come out with and, and the rest of the offense will come out with a pretty strong plan and the Detroit defense might not be able to deal with early on in the game. But the longer we get into the game, the more time that Jared Goff has the ball, the more time they can pass the ball off to uh, Montgomery and the more time they can keep grinding out things and grinding the team down and using that grit and that determination that the modern day Detroit Lions are defined by 
So for that reason, I'm going with a Detroit Lions win, but not by much. I think it's been very uh, recognisable over the past weeks so how strong the Lions defence has played. It was one of the, the kind of marquee, some of the Lions beat writers focused on in the opening weekend of the season when we had our Thursday night preview. We had Ben Raven on. He said this Lions, this Lions defence is, um, is is for real, and people are kind of not really talking them up that much more concerned about what they're doing on offence. But we've seen Hudson gradually over the course of the last few weeks start to get in and get the sacks, and the front seven is really strong. I think they'll give Baker Mayfield a real difficult day. I think. Goff will have his game. They'll do well. You know, he's just someone coming to He looks like he's the bell cow. Dan Campbell has alluded to that this week. But I think defensively right now, they're in the same place. And I think that defense will find a way to slow the books down. I think the Lions get out there on the road with the victory on Sunday. So we're off to uh, the MetLife now. It's the uh, Zach Wilson show. Zach Wilson has seemed to turn in a little bit of a corner column. I know in you're a bit frustrated by last weekend, Brandon, when you were playing the Broncos and Jets fans were equally frustrated by two particular players and that was the one before halftime to one to the end of the game but there's also some bright spots in the game and the week before against the Chiefs as well you see any hope for him against this Eagles team that will look to continue their winning streak and was a line with the 49ers in, Tibet in terms of both teams being 6-0 and come Sunday yeah there there is some hope the good news if you're a Jets fan is that Jalen Carter uh, did not participate in uh, practice today he's down with an ankle injury as is uh, Darius Slay so that's good news because Jalen Carter has been feasting. Uh, he has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, we know the well-documented uh, car crash where somebody died was the reason he fell in the draft. I love when you see stuff on Twitter going, how how did Jalen Carter fall to nine? How did other teams allow that to happen? As if there it wasn't, everybody knew what happened. They just don't want to talk about it, right? But on the field... Jalen Carter has been immense. Uh, this Jets team benefited last year, or last year, last week, from playing against a historically bad Broncos defense. Okay, that needs to be put into context. They were historically bad in week one. They were historically bad in week two. They were still historically bad through week three. I mean, most of the times you're like, ah, oh, they'll have to get it right. Like, you, you either think teams are too high or too low. They'll come back towards the middle through four weeks still historically bad through five weeks still historically bad so going up against um that broncos team the jets were still oh and five in the red zone that is an enormous issue again um you know for them they need to get that sorted out um and i, I think they're going up against an eagles team who aren't on you know firing on all cylinders in any way shape or form they probably struggle to get out of the third gear but ultimately they're getting it done. And it's a bit like, you know, they, I talked earlier, 49ers have so many weapons, right? But so do the Eagles, right? So one week it is um, Dallas Goddard. Next week it is AJ Brown. Last week it's Jalen Hurts. So they have different ways that they can hurt you. And um, I, uh, there's a good, like this one though, like not, both of these teams are kind of crash bang wallop a little bit. Um, unfortunately for the Jets, they just don't have the QB to, to do it. But there's a great Roy Aiko song, a Wabash Cannonball. And that's what this reminds me of, these two teams kind of going at it. I do think um, the the trench warfare in this one should be really good fun to watch if you are somebody who enjoys football and enjoys the intricacies of the game. I do think this will be one to, to watch. But ultimately, 
the Eagles, they're not going to win by huge scores, but they will get it done. Cannonball was it was also a great uh, quiz show if I, if I remember correctly. Um, is is Jets and offense going to be able to do a bit of a cannonball on this uh, Eagles defense on Sunday? Shane, or is you, are you very much of the opinion that the Eagles will have more than enough? As Collins alluded to, getting the wins done, but not at the setting out the level which we're seeing from the 49ers, and he touched on it there in terms of sometimes you peak too soon during the season. Yeah. Um... This is going to be a game where the two defenses are better uh, than the offenses that they're they're facing against. I think, uh, particularly, well, obviously, when the Eagles' defense is facing the Jets' offense, the like Colin alluded to, and I don't want to beat up on the Broncos, but I think the Jets are made look a little bit better than they actually are last week by facing a Broncos team that didn't really weren't really able to stop them in the way that that the Eagles will be. Um, and you mentioned there that oh, it's it's good news that Jalen Carter is uh, looks like he probably will be playing against the. The, uh, the Jets. Good luck trying to get past, you know, Hayson Reddick and uh, Re- uh, Blankenship and Nicholas Morrow and all the other uh, Eagles guys who are just really good at stopping you when they need to, particularly when you're going to be relying on the ground game more because Zach Wilson just isn't, you know, Aaron Rodgers or a properly good quarterback. As much as Zach Wilson really did show improvements uh, against the, the Chiefs two weeks ago, I think this, this is a game where he starts to sort of break down and slow down and come back down to Zach Wilson, we expect, uh, you know, the the, the Eagles are will will just are, are too strong offensively, defensively. They they're just too confident to let the Jets get to them. Uh, will this will this be a, a high scoring or a, um, a a very entertaining game? If you're someone who likes a very high, uh, a lot of touchdowns, no. Like Conum said, this is going to be quite attritional. A lot of small things. You know, this is going to come down to two or three yard plays rather than 20, 30, 40 yard big big passes, but. Eagles were just be too good uh, for the Jets this week. I can't, I can't disagree with anything there. I don't see any, I don't see a, a way to victory as for the, for the Jets in this one. I think the Eagles will have a, will have teams all sewn up, you know, early mid to quarter. I think this is one of those games that they'll find a way. I think Jets defensively okay can can, can trouble this. Um, Eagles offensive line protects some of the some of the game, but just with Zach Wilson there, unfortunately, just I can't buy into it. I know they won last weekend, but um, there's too many flaws, there's too many you know inconsistencies in this game, and I just don't see how the Eagles defense, Jalen Carter or not, can't do enough to get at him and set him and disturb him. So for me, it's an Eagles, it's an Eagles victory. Colin, waiting all waiting all day for Sunday night football. That's how the team goes, isn't it? It's just the one, isn't it? It's the big one on Sunday night. The Giants had 17 players on, on injury on the injury report today. 17. 17. And I'd say, I'd argue that 11, 12 of those are not the players that you would expect to be contribute on the team, both offensively and defensively. It's, um, it's a tough ask to win the Buffalo Bear in mind. They're, they're reeling off that, that loss last weekend. It would have been a tough ask, no matter what the circumstances, when it was last season's Giants. But um, in this game, you can't see anything would have done a, a lot of slide victory for the Bills. Yeah, it's kind of one of those ones where you wish the uh, NFL could have flexed it uh, out. I mean, you know, I, I think the lions Bucks game would have been much more interesting to put into this slot. Uh, you've highlighted the, the injuries. I think the Bills got it badly wrong in London. I think they will bounce back. And ultimately, um, Brian, this may be uh, you've got uh, a long, uh, you know, trip to to London. Uh, lots of traveling. 
uh, come back. And I think at the end of this game, Willie Nelson sang about blue eyes crying in the rain. That's going to be Brian O'Leary at the end of this one. Brian's eyes crying in the rain is the remix coming out soon, Shane. And Tyro Taylor, not likely for us to be the quarterback on something. He doesn't look like Daniel Jones is going to go. But the Bills have some injury concerns of their own. They've lost two players for the season. Defensively, Tyro Taylor is serviceable on his day. We've seen some times in the past where he's unerred victories for teams when it was never never expected. See any any hope? Do you think is a scenario where the Bills are just not really after that? We're talking about all Jags coming back off London. Yeah, it's James really your place. The only hope I can give is that the last two, uh, the last two times I guess something big happened rega- uh, in uh, in MetLife regarding, uh, or sorry, regarding a New York team in something like football, is things were actually a lot closer than we expected. I mean, everyone was saying, "Oh, that the Chiefs and the Jets that that should have been moved off. That sh- they they should never shut out something like football." And it turned out to be a very close game. And then when the Bills were last playing uh, under the spotlights in prime time. Uh, everyone's saying, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers is gone. You know, the Bills are going to roll, roll over the Jets and the Jets pull out a win. Maybe the the Sunday night spotlight does something to the Bills as to slow them down, especially after you know, they might still have some for the knock-on event from from their trip to London. But I, I really think that's clutching a straw, to be, to be quite frank. If we're going to c- compare performances from the last couple of weeks, I, 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 are the Bills going to play like they did in London? Are they going to play like they did against the Dolphins? They're going to be a little bit more like they did against the Dolphins. I mean, especially after the loss in London, they need to click. There is an offense that, or sorry, there is a, a, a team they're playing against that's been beat down, that's running low uh, low on on their main players after losing so much. Uh, and even then, not exactly being stacked to begin with. I, I, I really don't see any path for uh, for the Giants to win this. Will it be close after the first quarter or maybe at halftime? Who knows? This is the NFL. Strange things happen, but like I really don't see any path for uh, for the Giants to, to get going here because the Bills really from the first time they have the ball they're going to have to make a statement and say hey this is a team that we're going to beat up on after losing in London last week and people saying we're also losing our uh, steam in after making the big statement the week beforehand beating the Dolphins saying hey look AFC we're still here we're still uh, go, uh, going for the Super Bowl they're going to have to put up a statement in front of their home fans and say yeah these Giants are going to come in. We're going to beat up on them. And I think that's what's going to happen. There must be a post opening in NBC that Shane is after, Colin, because he's doing his best to make sure this game is down to Tyson to get people to stay up at 20 past one in the morning on Sunday night going into Monday morning. Can't see it in any way, shape or form, unfortunately. I'd love to see it. I'd love to be on the bed late on Sunday night going into Monday morning. And uh, we, are, we have a shock, but just cannot see it. Monday night football closing out week six is a really enticing game. Cowboys coming off that difficult defeat in Santa Clara last weekend, having lost 42-10. Owner against the Chargers team coming off their bye week. It looks like the bye week has helped them in terms of getting players back. Austin Eckler, their, their key running back, is, is due to play. There's a few other players coming back from injury. And the Chargers got away with one, I'd say, the last day, you know, with the air, but 51-yard pass to close at the game against the Rainers. Callum Moore will, will be looking to get this one over in line, a bit of a revenge game for him. Um, you could say this is one of the better games of the weekend. Do you see... Chargers doing chargery things or sportsy things and, and making a mess of this. I think the Cowboys rebound and get a really efficient performance having seen what they did last Sunday on Sunday Night Football. Um, what I think, Brian, is both Mike McCarthy and Brandon Staley uh, are big um, fans and proponents of probably or uh, the most famous country music song, Tammy Wynette's Stand By Your Man. 
Uh, both of them, I imagine, uh, have that on repeat in their respective offices, hoping uh, that the uh, owners of their franchises uh, will take note of it. Uh, I don't know whether either of those two will be in a job at this time next year, certainly not with their uh, current teams if things continue. I I, I think, think the the char- like the Chargers have talked about it. I I am a massive Justin Herbert fan, but I just do, I do not think that they have constructed a roster around him to allow him and them to, to flourish. Like the JC Jackson thing. Like I mean, my, my own team have, you know, this week given away Randy Gregory, Frank Clark is about to go. But JC Jackson was on an enormous contract there, an enormous contract. Um, and they basically gave him away for, um, you know, a, pa- a packet of Smarties back to the Patriots. It's like, and they don't have anyone who can take the top off. Mike Williams, yeah, you're saying they're getting players back. But I think this Cowboys team um, ran into a buzzsaw in the 49ers. I think they, it was a bad matchup. And I think the Cowboys attitude was wrong again. I think they thought they could kind of go toe to toe with the 49ers and, and they couldn't. Uh, you know, it was a, a really poor uh, decision. You've got to be smarter about how you approach things. Um, I, I, I think that you know, um, Herbert has been the one who has carried the this Chargers team um, over the the past few weeks to the victories that they have um, gotten. Um, but they have done everything they could. You've talked about it to, to give it away. I think the Cowboys bounce back, and I think they get the the victory. Um, you, I know you. Uh, you nearly fell off the chair when I said uh, the Cowboys would still finish uh, within around eleven wins. Well, I, I, I think they do because I think there'll be games that the Cowboys stupidly lose, and I think against really good teams, the Cowboys won't be able to to get the wins. But ultimately, against the Chargers, I think the front seven that the Forty ers were able to deal with so handily, the Chargers won't be able to do that. Shane Collins referred to Smarties, but the Cowboys will be smarting after last weekend's loss and will look to get a rebound victory on Monday Night Football. Do you think they've had a week of licking their wills to get themselves ready against the Chargers team, which are up and down at the best of times? Yeah, that was a sweet segue. I'll give you that one. Um, you mentioned earlier how the Chargers, I I, I guess we, we had seen them as being very Spursy and the Chargers going to charge her. I think both of these teams are kind of very Spursy, don't you think? The Cowboys have, have a way of cowboying as well. That when they really need to, to put a statement in, they, they manage to the fallback. Um, like Colin was alluding to earlier, I think the Chargers, uh, you know, Justin Herbert is, is once again going to have a fantastic game, going to make some great passes, going to make some great plays, going to score a lot of points. But as as good as the Dallas defense is and, and as much as the Dallas defense needs to react to what happened in San Francisco last week, um, I think it's the Dallas offense in particular that needs to clean up. And if they do clean up, you know, they, you know, rather the the defense of Brandon Staley is, I don't think is enough to to really stop them. They might, they might bend, but they'll break eventually um, and keep going. I think this is this is going to be a very uh, good matchup. I think the, the lead is going to change over a couple of times, but when we're surprised, the Chargers, after playing fantastically offensively, go up into this game maybe eight, ten minutes ago, and the Cowboys found a way to win it and edge Brandon Staley and the Chargers closer to that D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Talking about bend the break, but this Eagles, I'm sorry, Eagles, sorry, this Cowboys offensive line has been a bit bend the break this year because they've had so many injuries and so complained at times. 
And uh, Doc Green looks like they're going to get players back from Monday night. But let's not forget, Liam Mack had an eight sack game two weeks ago and kind of floated under the radar last week because they were going to their bye week. Right, the Chargers defense in particular in that game, I'll be going up against a rookie quarterback in Aiden O'Connell. was quite impressive. I'm going to go with the Chargers to uh, how's the upshot here. I don't know if it's a massive upset, but I think um, they've had their bye week. I think sometimes getting the early bye week in the season can help get a team kind of going again after and get players back like they've needed it even though it's early in the season to get players back I'm going to go with the uh, the Chargers to uh, get the victory on Monday Night Football in South there you go Brandon Steady lives in the rugby Sean Hallam is stunned Brian just picked can we can we timestamp that what, what was that One thirteen forty two. was that what it was I um, think it's 12th of October it's, 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 it's something spooky happening I don't know for anyone anyone watching, you just watched a historical moment take place here. This is this is one one for the ages. I know we have to wait till Tuesday to see if I'm either completely lost or or, or I'm actually finding a, a will to live and being reliant and backing the charges to win win games. That is closing out the final game of our week. Oh, there's Owen. The only idiot popped in. He must have heard the news that I selected the charges to win on Monday. The what must have done the the um the the Staley signal went up clearly. Uh, for me, and I would have a personal bet going on. I think that's what he's referring to for the season. And here's how many victories the Chargers will get this season. So I'm doing myself have a victory if they win this game on Monday. Like that's uh, that's the end of our week six preview. I just want to call out this a big night on Sunday night in Buskers on the ball. Buskers on the ball. Also a partner of the Irish NFL show are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Fans on Sunday for a watch party, they are playing on the road against the Browns. Uh, anybody who's listening to this on the podcast can reach out on social media, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days to uh, own Farrell directly, or you can go to the Irish Faithful uh, Twitter page and you will get the information there for Sunday, which looks like a great evening. Hopefully they're um, celebrating a victory in the 6 and 0 and they're not like those 49ers fans in Leeds last year, railing after their after party, which the 49ers lost to the Faggles, but now has the makings of a great evening and it's great to see so many fans getting involved and coming out for the events and I'm sure Buskers on the ball will look after them Sunday. Colin Shane, appreciative of your time tonight. Looking forward to the London this weekend. Looking forward to all the action and looking forward to the Giants on Sunday night football. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, please do vote with your fingers and rate, review or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Every click, every like, Every positive review and every additional subscriber makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show and we really do appreciate it. We'd also love to hear from you and to interact with NFL fans on our social channels wherever you're listening in the world, so please do get in touch.